Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. Hello. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I just had some tortilla chips. It was a delicious mm. snack. Okay, I've been having the best lunch lately uh-huh. where I'm making like fake ceviche and eating it with chips. Mm. So then I get to like, okay, so my secret, this isn't a secret. I eat shrimp for lunch almost every day and I love shrimp. It's one of my favorite foods. No one else in my family likes it. So I buy those big bags of frozen pre-cooked shrimp, heat it up, boil it. So, we, you know, to keep them, to so like get defrost to thaw them and then drain them, put some cold water on them chop them up in little pieces, add them to a bowl with a bunch of lime juice and salt and like a little bit of this Korean barbecue sauce that I really like or like Korean sweet soy sauce kind of thing. And then I eat it with chips and it's like faux ceviche and I'm eating like every day right now. That sounds great. I love how you get into like these modes of making the same thing. Yeah. And comfort foods. It's your comfort food. Yeah. I just yeah, some people on Instagram or on TikTok. I don't TikTok, but I watch TikToks on Instagram. Uh, they call them dopamine snacks. Dopamine snacks. But I, yeah, I do get into food phases mostly because like I find something and then it's just like becomes an easy routine. And I don't have to think Well, about yeah, it. you don't have to yeah. make something different every single day, but yeah. So right now I'm in a phase with this fake ceviche, but even without the fake ceviche, I still you have been eating shrimp every day for lunch for like a year because it's just so quick and easy and I like it and I don't get a chance to eat it any other time. And I mean, from a nutritional standpoint, it is very, very high in protein, which Protein is definitely the one macronutrient that I struggle to get as much as I want to I have. Think, like, I think all of us do. I, maybe I'm yeah. speaking. I just never go for protein. No, I'm never like, you know what I could use right now? Just a slab of just meat. Just like a slab of turkey. Right. I mean, sometimes a slab of meat, but like, yeah. So well, that's where the shrimp also comes in. I get shrimp would actually be great. I need to add that to my diet because I, this is going to sound so weird. I get really tired of chewing. Like, I just need, like, I have a very sensitive jaw. I've had, like, TMJ stuff my whole life. So, like, chewing, oh, no, this is where the sleigh ride to 45 is showing. Um, <laughs> uh, I just had, I was like, oh, no, I'm starting to oh, sell, no. like, my, <laughs> it's, it's happening. Old. It's, it's happening, happening in front of our very face. Right in front of my face. But I'm like, the chewing just feels really exhausting, guys. But, like, truly sometimes I'm like, oh, I just, like, so much chewing with meat. And so yeah. that's where I just get like really tired. I'm like, I'm not saying I want to like wolf down my food by any means, but I just you should need... try the chopped up shrimp. It's that's, like, I really should. Mm-hmm. I just need something a little bit easier to and like. And then you can put it. And then really the key is that then you could like, if, you, if I'm feeling fancy, which I have not done this yet, but I can imagine a day where I might like chop up a little red onion, maybe a little avocado, maybe yes, like some cherry so- tomatoes in there. Oh, that sounds like my dad. He was so cute this weekend when we went out there. He was like, mate, he he gets in food dopamine hits too. Right now he's making a salad he calls the Kenny salad because when we were in Arizona, our friend um, that we stayed with, the the dad, his age is like, his name is Kenny. And he made the salad while he was there. He's like, this is really good. So now he makes Ken's salad. It's just adorable. It's just like, tomatoes and avocados and i mean he just throws a bunch of stuff together it's and then he makes it every single day it's great yeah and he'll get in a phase like that i think everybody right. does that but yeah i need to add that to my rep- repertoire i just had to run i had sessions all day and then i had to i was like i really need a little bit of a snack and i bought this huge costco sized bag of organic organic tortilla chips i don't know why i needed organic but they were just there and they're delicious. They're like the restaurant style. Oh, they're I love so those. good. Yeah, yeah, I love a tortilla chip. It reminds me of just going to a Mexican restaurant with my friends and just getting a whole bowl of the restaurant style tortilla chips. So yeah. every time I eat them, I'm transported into a date with my friends, even though we haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> I was actually just thinking about that. I saw like a memory pop up of you and me and Jess hanging out in her backyard in 2020. Like, <gasps> 
it was like the first time we hung out during COVID. And we were yes, like, oh, I totally there. remember that. And I brought cadet and I had that like, yeah. yes, we all had, oh my gosh. We like wore I totally masks remember that. In the, on the porch. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I feel like I've actually only seen you guys like one or two other times since then. Yeah. And that was two years ago. Yeah. I was thinking about this. tacos. Well, the other day I was like, I just feel like we all need... And this is where, in my mind, it sounds great. But if it actually were to play out, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired already. I don't know, what, 20... Gosh, when was this? 2007? Maybe two, maybe it's 2007. I think it was before I got married. So it had to be 2007 when the Sex and the City movie came out. We were... I mean, this was kind of like the prime of when we were just dying to see some more Sex and the City. Because when it had ended, everyone was like devastated that it was over. So the movie came out and all of my girlfriends who, I mean, we would have Sex and the City viewing parties. I mean, it was a, it was a real player in our twenties. So when the movie came out, we were just so, so thrilled. So we rented this huge limo, which every time I say limo, I always think of John Hay taking you guys to the airport in a limo, rented this huge limo and we all dressed up in Sex and the City attire, which just think about what that is. You just dress up. And watched the movie and we all had like drinks. It was just so fun. I'm like, I really need to do a night like that. And I'm not yeah. saying like get blasted drunk because no one was blasted drunk. No. But we just like just, went like, out. Make a whole night a, of it. Make a whole night of it and get dressed up. And then afterwards, I think we went to a bar and like danced a little bit and called it a night. But it was just like that. I was kind of jonesing for a night like that. Where it's just like your closest friends and you're just like, we need to blow off some steam. We should just do that for your 45th birthday. It's a mere, what, 10 weeks away? It's on a Saturday. Would not, not be opposed. It's like six weeks away. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Hey, everyone in the Denver area or even beyond, if you want to drive down here, let's just all meet somewhere and have a fun yeah, time. Just like- anyway. Have a margarita, eat yeah, a bunch just, of chips. I just want to wear like a fancy outfit. Yeah. I want to wear. I want to wear my Samantha pleat dress that I bought, which I posted so many oh, times. That, I was yeah, <laughs> my cape dress. I posted it so many times. I was worried people were thinking it was an ad. I'm like, no, no. There's no clear. <laughs> real money was exchanged. Real <laughs> money and real American dollars. She started following us. I don't know if it was her her ad team, but I got real excited. And my friend Donna, who introduced me to Samantha pleat. If you don't follow her, you need to. Her clothes are incredible. Anyway, saw this dress, waited forever because it was pretty expensive for a dress that I was like, how often am I going to wear this? But it would be the perfect birthday dress to wear. The thing I love about that dress, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, go back on our Instagram to one, two, three, four, about five, five, six rows down. The thing I love about that dress is that when you posted it, the next post was of Evie wearing a unicorn life jacket and it looks identical. It looks like they go together. (laughs) Like, in fact, a lot of times when I see that post of you just out of the corner of my eye, I just assume that it's Evie. That's Evie. Like they absolutely look like they go together. Like that you should be wearing this unicorn life jacket with your dress, even though your dress is like different crystals and hers is like unicorn shooting stars. It very much is the same. But I think we all need an event to just. Just and like just dress up however you want. Like if you had ended up buying a wedding dress and then having a COVID wedding, like wear your wedding dress. If you like would rather just come in a unicorn onesie, come in a unicorn onesie. Like, yeah, we should, we should flesh this out some more. I I mean, it could be like a ball of like what I'm talking about a ball, like a dance of like, do whatever you need to do. Like (laughs) whatever it needs to happen (laughs) with a disco ball. But pick your theme and just show up. And Zach Anderson, I'm talking to you with your overalls.
called out Zach called out. I, I sent him, I have exchanged <laughs> many, many messages with him about those overalls. I love him so much. And, and his nail polish. I mean, I want polish. all of it. I want all of it or a romper. I don't care or both do a change, do a change like the Kardashians yes. with their 50 wedding both dresses. I don't care. I just want everyone to be throwing glitter under a yep. disco ball. Yeah, we Maybe. can rent a limo. <sighs> this is this is now becoming out of control. <laughs> and Dre's like already having introvert hangover. I <laughs> just, know. Just describing this party. Actually, no. If it's a party for me, I am all in. If it's a party for me, I am all. I will. I put introvert on the shelf and I go all out. Yeah. Let's do it. It's actually the only exception where my introvert kind of like goes to bed and the yeah. Put your introvert to bed. Tuck her Mm -hmm. in and you go out. It's you know. Your introvert can stay home in bed. It's like when like you take a like when you crumble up papers and then put your blanket over them to make your mom think you're sleeping. Yeah. Was Ferris Bueller a big movie for you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just remember the mannequin where he like has it where the door like the trophy is like yes. Yeah. I was just mesmerized by that movie. Okay. That's a really good one. I have been going, as you guys know, I work out at the local Y. Uh, no fancy gyms for this girl. I just love a, love a Y. Um, actually, my friend Amanda uh, got me into going to the Y. And I was just talking about this before. I love the Y. That's I all I used when I was in my 20s. Like, I lived so blocked. universal. So great. I freaking yeah. loved the Y. But the reason I was thinking about that this made me think of that is because the last couple of days or the last couple of times I've gone, I've really noticed a lot of like 80s, late 80s movies, like power ballads. Like today, the song from Dirty Dancing was on uh, the last yesterday or the last time I went. It was the song from Top Gun. Just a Which lot of Top power ballads. You know, Kenny Loggins. Oh, that one. Take my breath away. Yeah. Wow. So you're like lifting weights. <laughs> Wow. And, that, and like most people have their headphones, but for some reason I don't bring headphones because it's five in the morning and I just can't. Mm-hmm. That's too mm-hmm. many accessories. But we are also, we were also just at the Y. Evie's going to start preschool soon. So we're doing a little tour of the Y. You know, just shout out to all the parents whose kids are starting a milestone grade in a mere few weeks. Summer is rapidly coming to an end. Rapidly. I've been talking to a lot of teachers, a lot of parents. And when we're scheduling our next appointment, I'm like, oh my God, it's August. Yeah. What time, guys? It's weird how that happens, but summer is like, it's unfair. Summer feels particularly fleeting. It's unfair how fast Mm -hmm. that goes. Yeah. Yeah. So an update on Maxine. We, Maxine has still been with us. She did not move into our house with us when we moved. She moved in with her boyfriend, but um, she has still oh, been needing for us. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she's so not living with you. So it's kind of worked out that way. Yeah. So like she had, I mean, our, we had, when we moved, we had every intention of her moving with us. Like there's a bedroom in the basement, a bathroom in the basement. But um, it just so happened that at the same time, her boyfriend who they had been, it's a long story, but her boyfriend moved here and they moved in together. And so, but she's still been our nanny. But we basically, you know, got to the decision that we don't really need a full, full-time nanny anymore. And she really needs a family that like she needs full-time Got employment it. yeah and so we just couldn't really offer her that ty- that those types of hours anymore because we want ev to start in preschool and her hour or her contract with you was supposed to end in june yeah so it's kind of like a little bit her status right now is like kind of in is pending like one of her visas is waiting to be transferred Mm-hmm. So technically she was with us until June. So we like, you know, have to continue to keep her on throughout the summer. And we were kind of just going to keep her on indefinitely. But 
we anyway, she is finishing up with us. She her last week will be the week that I'm in Ireland. And so basically like the week before Labor Day. And so we're really sad. I mean, it's like, it's the right time. It's the right move for everyone. Sure. Evie's ready for preschool. She needs like a little bit, you know, I think she's ready to be in a group setting. And I, I, if Maxine didn't need full-time employment, like we would absolutely keep her on just like in the afternoons or whatever. But I also understand from her perspective, she's like, yeah, I can't live on like getting paid to only work like four hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Or less. So she um, well, is with us still full-time throughout the summer. And then I'm not really sure if she has something lined up yet for the fall, but she might end up going and like starting some classes kind of on TBD. Um, and so Evie's going to start preschool and my life is going to get like significantly more hectic because the amazing thing about having, I mean, having Maxine has been so wonderful. And if you guys are new here, Maxine was our, is that, is, a woman who started out as our au pair. She moved in with us in January, 2020. And so like really was so instrumental during COVID. We obviously had no idea what was going to happen in January, 2020, but um, she's pretty much solely the reason that I was able to keep my job throughout COVID because with Brandon in nursing, like I was working from home and Evie was barely one at the time. She turned one, you know, in February, 2020. So it's really hard to work from home with like a 12 to 24 month old which I know a lot of you out there are like, uh, yeah, I did it. It was horrible. <laughs> um, it's sad. I feel like the end of an era, I think it's time for everyone. I think she's ready to move on to find out what's kind of next for her. But so Evie's starting preschool. It will be really exciting. And But our backup care is basically going away. And the really nice thing, one of the nice things about having Maxine is that I've only really ever had to get miles ready. Like Maxine shows up and like can help kind of finish getting Evie ready in the morning because like she doesn't have, you know, they don't have to immediately get out the door and go anywhere. But Brandon starts work at 6.15 or leaves for work at 6.15. So then like I'm going to be getting up, getting myself ready, getting both kids ready and trying to get everyone out the door in time for me to be in Denver between like 8.30 and 9. Right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So Miles is going to be doing early care before school. Preschool opens at 7. So, you know, I'll let you guys know. A lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts. It's going to be a lot of early mornings, a lot of like getting up, doing my 5 a.m. workout at the Y, coming home and like trying to get myself completely ready mm-hmm. by like 630, 645 mm-hmm. and then getting the kids up and having to get them out the door by like 730. Send help. Send tips, everybody. Send tips. This is and, where like, we need we definitely, like the efficiency I mean, I experts, the efficiency getting ready tips. I mean, we yeah. do most of it, but like any I extra. Mean, yeah, we, you know, I was in a similar position when it was just miles and even that was just so hard. And gr- thankfully, Evie's a lot easier to get out the door than Miles was at that age. But, you know, we got so far as like Miles to this day does not sleep in pajamas because when he was like two years old, he would put up such a fight in the morning about changing in, out of his pajamas and into his clothes that I just started having him sleep in his clothes. The kid has not worn pajamas in like four years because I was like, you know what? Why, why are we worrying about this like extra special set of clothes? When he gets out of the bath at night, I just put him in the clothes he's going to wear the next day. So to this day, that's the move. Yep. And you know, he's a kid. Like it doesn't matter if he goes doesn't to school matter. or anything. Sure. They get dirty and they're running around. And like cares? 90% of what he wears anyway is like sweatpants and t-shirts and yes, shorts. So it's, it's not like, like he's going to sleep in like Close enough. Jeans. Yes. Why are we making so, this so hard? Yeah. Yeah. Really? So might have to start doing that with Evie, although she's a little more particular about wanting to wear her jammies. Yeah. Oh, she is she? Well, because they're probably like really cute and like Well, fun I was just about and... to say, she just got these jammies that are like mini mouse heads that are pink sprinkled donuts. <gasps> I would I mean, like you can imagine it, right? I know. <laughs> okay. So it's just mostly because Evie like loves an accessory so much. Mm-hmm. She really does. Yeah. That girl. She loves an outfit. She loves an accessory. Her first word was shoes. Like... <laughs> What can I tell you? What can I tell you? (laughs) Where do you go from there? (laughs) 
You just go to the best outfits ever and she rocks it. Okay. Speaking of outfits, Mm -hmm. I was recently made aware that this like comeback of 90s fashion is called Y2K fashion. I wish everyone could see my face right now. <laughs> like, I saw that as a headline that was like, Y2K styles. I was like, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. Like, it's very accurate. It to, is like, true, what I was wearing in the Y2K era. It's kind of like... It's like a, it's like a vintage style now. Y2K was like, the, like, just happened. Y2K was the best New Year's Eve of my life. It was one of the best New Year's Eves of my life. So great. But it was one of the, it was the year I think I sent you this photo where I wore a triangle an upside tri- upside down triangle top. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Like the imagine Delia's catalogs. Yeah. And yeah, I had the bandana mirror, top. Bandana like, top. Yep. I had me. Okay. I still, I think I still have these, but Mac oh, loved it so much. This was, this was so great. Mac sold these magnets or no, no, no. These mirrors, these tiny little, I mean, the size of your thumbnail mirrors that would velcro into your hair so i would just i had like just mirrors all little thumbnail mirrors all over my hair that was what i wore oh so great that's incredible (laughs) we were flipping around sorry let me interject really quick speaking of retro we were flipping around netflix recently and it said like retro tv shows and it was like seinfeld we're like get the fuck out of here are you kidding me (laughs) retro Retro, come so on. Mad. By retro, you mean iconic. Can you imagine Jerry Seinfeld's reaction if he were to find out that his TV show? I was a Can you imagine on Seinfeld appalled. what would happen if he find out, found out that he was considered retro? Uh, he needs to come back just for that. Yeah, I was a They really need to do like a 2022. I think, I think Arrested like a, Development was on there too. And we were both like, oh my gosh. Netflix Guys. needs to sit down. Netflix, GTFO. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you were saying, oh, my 2000, my Y2K New Year's, I think I was like 12. I would have been 12 or 13. Yeah. Cause I was yeah, like 22 or 23. Yeah. 22. I was like at a friend's house cause I was 12. <laughs> Appropriate. Yeah. And I just remember I was wearing so much body glitter. Oh, uh, so was I. <laughs> <laughs> like blueberry vanilla scented body glitter that I had gotten from... <sighs> Not even Claire's, like the icing, which was like supposed to be the classier version of Claire's. Yes. I I remember the exact outfit I wore. Yeah. I wore Mm -hmm. these pants that I got in Paris when I was living in France. They were these awesome, like, I don't know, just um, like boot cut, black legging type things that had this awesome design on it. Really huge platform black loafers and that triangle top. And then my hair was all like in a pineapple, like kind of like this, like a pineapple flippy up clip. And then the mirrors. Which are also making a big comeback. Yeah. Those claw banana. clips. Are they banana clips? Well, yeah. This, okay. So th- I got these in Arizona because all the girls are wearing them. Yeah. That's what They're I mean. Like those are coming, big, yeah. But this is not a true banana clip. They're calling it a banana clip. And guys, I know you can't see it, but it looks like, it just looks like one of those claw clips, but it's just yeah. extra long. I got it because my hair is too long, which I need to cut, which is another story. But the banana clips, we're talking about like you know what I'm talking about. Like these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. guys. Well, it was more like a, um, it, like a baleen whale. <laughs> I'm like making a vagina looking, <laughs> looking thing, but it just like, like a, just imagine some labia, if you will, <laughs> but with the teeth. Goes, <laughs> the goes in your hair. <laughs> and, and if you get bored, you can just open it and close it around your hand indefinitely. <laughs> it's a fidget toy. As well. It's a fidget toy slash the funniest pun piece that of I think genital, ever. Oh. genital hair accessory. 
That's oh no. Oh. Um, I never <laughs> really used those too much because I felt like they were unco- I would like always bonk my head on them. Like yeah. I would lean it back against them and I bonk my head. Yeah. Well, mine they never stayed up for me. Like yeah, also the get, problem. You'd get like the cutest little like yes pony like like the, waterfall like right amount of like tail in the back. Yeah, like this waterfall ponytail that was so cute. And then it would just start to fall. Right, within moments. Within moments. And it just had, I never, I mean, I guess you could really put a lot of product in there, but. But that kind of defeats the purpose, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What is your favorite Y2K's fashion trend? Like, what are you excited that's coming back? And what are you like? No, we talked about this last time. We talked about this last time. Steve Madden loafer. Yeah. Steve Madden slip ons. What were some of your other, like, favorite outfits? Well, I really did love like the the um let me see. Like the flared pants. I really liked those. Like they there was kind of like the style that had low rise but flared pants. Loved those. They did also have like some more like straight wide or wide leg pants that were just kind of like pull on pants. What are those called? You know what I'm talking about. That I had an outfit from I think it was J. Crew that had these awesome pants that I loved and I wore those with my Steve Madden slides. Gosh, I'm trying to think of like shirt wise. Because most of the time, like I would wear the stuff that was like truly Y2K when we were like going out. Did you ever go did you ever like in college go shopping for a going out outfit? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. I'd so go, like, that was like TV, the Charlotte best. Top yeah. Charlotte Ruse. <gasps> Charlotte Russe, so good. But, you know, I couldn't ever totally pull off, like, the really, really skimpy stuff, nor was I comfortable wearing it. But I did have these um, amazing... Right, you weren't going out looking like... um, No. Christina Aguilera or something. No, not definitely not. Definitely not. But I I would have, like... Do you remember, like, like, the lace-up pants? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really wanted those, and I could never pull them off. off. Like, as soon as I went through puberty, I got love handles, which, like, is just part of my body. Yeah. And I wanted the low-rise lace-up pants so bad, but I basically was just, like, it felt like I was, like, trying to just... It was anatomically. It's just not going to work out. Yeah. Well, it was a lot of, like, kind of graphic tees, and then, you know, I never really got into the juicy velour jumpsuits no i did get um, into the rhinestone like the bedazzling i had some jeans oh, with a lot sure. of bedazzling on them a lot of embellishments like everything was very embellished how about a good trucker hat did you ever do oh, that? oh i loved a trucker okay. hat from I like never... okay so also keep in mind that this was like this was you first yeah sur- the first surge of my like need to pretend i was a surfer totally which i'm currently having a midlife crisis version of that i think sure but this was the like adolescent version so which is very strong it was very easy like yeah. hollister everything like you go into hollister and they had like a live stream camera of like pacific beach and i was like oh i'm watching surfing and it was like just <laughs> a w- it was basically like it was before webcams were really all that common so right. it was like, a big deal you so can like, go and like see it and we're like oh my deal. gosh that's really happening right now right yeah, love to check yeah. hat. I wore so much Roxy, like half my wardrobe was Roxy. So I'm trying to think like I lived at J. Crew. So I was kind of more in the J. Crew Y2K era. Yeah, I was much more like PacSun. Yeah. American Eagle. So hot that topic. was like my style. Like so if you ever, you know, whatever J. Crew sold. How did you years. feel about this is a little later than Y2K, but did you own a lot of bubble necklaces? Nope. Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, you do. Hold on. <laughs> Yes, you do. Just will you just Google? Yeah. Um, bubble. Is it called a bubble necklace? Come on, guys. Oh yeah, Google bubble necklace and go to like an, the image search. Okay, images. Uh, are are we talking about like J Crew bubbles like that lay yeah. like this? Yeah. Really? 
I mean, that was a, yeah, I, I never got into that trend. I mean, that was a strong trend from like. It was very strong, but this is where I. Probably a little I, later. That was more like 2010. This is where I get weird where I'm like, that's too state. It's a too much of a statement that I can only wear it like once a month. <laughs> and it's like a sherbet color. Also, yeah. they were all like, yeah. like pop sherbet. Yeah, I never really got into the. I mean, I know here. Here's the thing, though. Jenna Lyon. Is it Jenna Lyons? Jenna Lyons. Jenna. Hold on. Lyons. Yeah. Jenna Lyons was a god to me. She could do no wrong. You know, she's like when she was the head of J. Crew. I mean, her influence was like, that was probably early 2000s into, I don't know, when did she leave? Like 2010. So anything J. Crew was like, sign me up. I was obsessed. I was obsessed with her style. So that's kind of like where I put my focus in the early, in the early aughts. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I think also because I was younger than you, but I was like very into Delia's like, I loved like a, um, I loved a spaghetti strap tank top, even though you aren't supposed to wear them at school. I just think it's like, I see Olivia Rodrigo and how cute she is. And I'm like, wow, you know, the Y2K style and all of those outfits. It it is, it is so true that everything kind of just recycles. Yeah. It just comes back around with like very slight updated variations. Which, yeah, which is kind of like, duh. It does feel a little weird to be on the other side of like being the one that's like, oh my gosh. Right. That's what I wore when I was a kid type of thing. So I I will say these two things. And I feel like a lot of people on here agree with this. You can have my high-waisted pants and my thick eyebrows when you pry them out of my cold dead hands. I will not be wearing low-rise jeans and I will not be tweezing my eyebrows into a single hair breadth ever again. No, I think that let's hope that that trend is done. I don't know. And especially because now all the the millennials got microbladed and they're like, wait a minute. (laughs) That sucks to be. I, on the other hand, had to tweeze my eyebrows every freaking morning before middle school. Never again. Never again. I just think like whenever I start to feel, I was talking about this with my mom this weekend because we were in Westcliff and I'm like, so I was with my, one of my friends who I've pretty much known since birth. Like we have grown up next door to each other since we were born. And so we were talking about like how we look at pictures of ourselves and we're like, oh, we were like joking about our wrinkles and kind of our face. And I was like, we were looking at old pictures of ourselves and how young we look and how baby faced we look. And I was like, all oh, my wrinkles. And my mom's like, wrinkles, you guys don't have. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, mom, that's right. We, no matter what, no matter what age, you're going to go through this. You're going to go through some type of like, oh, I'm in my thirties now. Oh, I'm in my forties now. You know, so it's like in some way I, I just kind of shut up because I'm like, we're all going to go through it. It doesn't matter. All the 20 year olds are going to go through it. And then, you know, so. But no matter what, it just still feels weird. It feels weird to be on that other side of it. Or like when Scott and I are watching Netflix and they're referring to Arrested Development as a retro show or whatever. (laughs) We're just like, what world do we live in? And Scott was like, I'm like, Scott, we are turning 45 this year. So (laughs) it's true. I know. Middle. Well, it's decidedly middle-aged. Okay. Speaking of also that and like feeling called out. Um, that call out on mom's YouTube video. Oh my God. So funny. So many people have sent it to us. I think somebody sent it on the very first day that it came out and I saw it. And if you guys haven't seen it, just go onto YouTube and type in Colorado moms. It's by like, what's the name of the guy? Oh, something dad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like (laughs) the dude dad. Dude dad. It's like 
painfully accurate. And at the beginning, it's like, oh, we should go for a bike ride. Hey. And it's the, the, person like calls out to their kids and it's like what are the names like um river skylar chaco yeah i'm like oh i know people with all of these kids names and i have a the a girl that i work with or a guy that i work with yeah his his like older brother and wife and his wife live on the east coast and send it to him I was like this is so weird like can you imagine naming your kids that and i was like i know people with all of those kids names some of them multiple times like i know yeah. multiple rivers I mean, not just my dog, like multiple children named River, multiple Aspens, so many junipers, like so many junipers, a t- like several willows. I was just like everything. I've said those exact words about the Subaru Ascent. Like I do love my Outback, but that third row of seats would really come in clutch. <laughs> and I do need to see that because seat school. Of all the kids oh my school. gosh, it's so great. Like, oh my God. I have a rock climbing wall in my basement. I and I am like when... They were like, oh, yeah, this tattoo, I'm turning it into a sleeve. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, um, do you need some sourdough starter? No, I have some right here. I was like, no, 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 no. It's all you. Everything it's was everything. So, the water bottle, chapstick, sunscreen thing constantly. I'm constantly like refilling water bottles. Like I have my car chapstick, my room chapstick. And my office I was chapstick. wondering about the chapstick. I'm like, does Claire do the chapstick thing? Oh, yeah. And I very much do the sunscreen thing. We have like a whole bin of sunscreen. Oh, like, yeah. That's yeah. So funny. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I laughed so hard. I would love to. Nobody's. It's one of those ones where it's like, so it seems so out there. You're like, people aren't really like this. Let me assure you that it is Claire. It is not only are people like that. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing they were missing was that the person doesn't have a dog. And I was like, what they, what they really needed. And if you can hear my dog barking in the background, speaking of which, what they really needed was like some old farty lab to just like come sauntering and have them be like, yeah, you know, our dog Moab, she's 15 and she's blind in both eyes and she has 25 tumors, but you know, she was our first baby. You know how it is. <laughs> that's every, that's everybody. Everyone oh, has like an old yeah. decrepit, like either cattle dog or lab named either like Tahoe or Moab. They're just like riddled with fatty tumors. But like, she was our first baby. <sighs> I want to see people from other areas of the world if there's a video that was done about them or in their like state right. yes, or the city you live in or just something. I would love to see that because I, I'd love to kind of know the quirks of every area of like where people are living. It's like the, that they're like known for like the California people or like the Californians on SNL. The Californians. Right. I mean, it's like stereotypes exist for a reason. <laughs> Um, But it did get me thinking about like ridiculous baby names. And there was the funniest tweet that I saw and you kind of would have to read it. So, you know, I still have a lot of friends who are having kids and we always are kind of talking about like rant, like the weirdest baby names. And the thing that always gets me is when people add a lot of unnecessary letters to a conventional name where I'm like, just spell it the way it's pronounced. Like, don't just please. Or like, like, you know, just give it a conventional spelling. And not even spell the way it's pronounced, but give it the conventional spell. Yeah. And there I mean, was I would say a name, but I'm like, for sure, someone listening. For sure, someone like, out there is going to be like, but I'm, I know. I'm going to offend someone. The funniest one was a tweet and it said, hey there, Delilah. But it was spelled like D-E-I-Y-L-E-I-G-H. I was like, hey there, Delilah. What's it like in Salt Lake City? <laughs> I died. It was so funny. It's like, oh, oh that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. I know like some children who their name is just rock just like a rock one rock rock well that makes rock. me think of gwen stefani's one of her kids i think it was her oldest is zuma nesta rock is the name of the kid yeah great i mean, I mean rock stars can, 
You, you can, can name, name your wherever child you want. Yeah. whatever you want. I love that Gwyneth and Chris's child is named Apple. Yeah. I'm just like. Fine. Why not? If you could name, like, are there any words where you're like, oh, that would be a really cute name if it wasn't like weird? Well, when I was younger, younger, and I talked about, <laughs> I'm like, I did have a boyfriend at one point where we like made up, like talked about baby names if we ever got married and had kids. This was before I was like, yeah, I don't want kids. I wanted to name a kid Zara, which was like my last name, but I would only do one R. That'd be cute. That'd be cute. <laughs> I, I mean, you guys all know that I wish we had named Evie Isla. You guys Wait, also do we know. All know that? Oh. I don't think we know that. Okay, well now you know. Evie, Evie don't was- listen to this podcast from the future. <laughs> I'm gonna tell her. We named her Juna. Juna didn't fit, so we named her Evie. But if I had had my way, we would have named her Isla. But Brandon, which I don't necessarily disagree with this, but I just, whatever. Isla is spelled I-S-L-A. And since our last name is spelled Koch, but pronounced Cook, he was like, I don't want her to have two names. Two names to spell. That are not yeah. phonetic. I was like, okay, that's fine. But I still love that name so much. And I wish we had named it her. And then the other name that we really thought of that I wish we had just given a little more thought to was Agatha. Hmm. And call her Aggie. Mm-hmm. That's that would have been cute. But the other, but the name that I really, really wish that we would have given her is Margot with a T. Yeah, I do so love cute. Margo. So with cute. A T. I love a Margot yeah. with a T. So, you know, cute. if you're like waiting to name a girl out there, they're t- those are my free names. We just names gave suggestions. you so many names Aggie, Margot, Isla. I definitely know a lot of people where I'm like, huh, that's an interesting name. Huh. Okay. And a lot of them are named after like nature things like rock, where it's like, you know, I could see it. Do you know? Oh, I guess I shouldn't say. <laughs> I almost was like, do you work with anybody with weird names? It's like call people out. No, nobody I work with has a weird, super weird baby <laughs> names. But like, oh, I did have a dream. One of my coworkers had a baby recently and I had a dream that she named her baby Oliver, but she made us all call him Liver. Oh! <laughs> Not the case. She named him Cameron. Um, <laughs> Scott Parrish just texted me. What? Yeah, he wants says he wants to live the walking treadmill desk life. Oh, he's very he saw your so it's really funny. He'll like see our stories. He'll be like, was very excited about the walking treadmill desk. And he was like, I can't believe you didn't tell me this. I'm like, why would I <laughs> I didn't I know you felt so so, so he's he, very gonna, I'll tell him, but my my disclaimer about this treadmill desk, if you guys didn't notice this on my Instagram on our stories, I got a treadmill desk from Amazon. Maybe I'll post it again. But it's it I like it because it has wood sides and it's like not the most quiet thing in the world, but it's not loud. You know, I can be on it during calls. The only reason I'm not on it during calls is because I think it's weird to like watch somebody walk yeah. in place while you're on a call. Right. But I can type and walk. People were like, Can you really do that? It's not hard. It's like think about texting and walking. If you didn't have to worry about where you were going, oh, it's like that true. amount of do you get dizzy of, though? I was I'm a little worried about like motion sickness. No, and I get motion sick from everything. If okay. there was going to be a person on this planet who's going to get motion sickness from this, it would be me. I can't even sit in hammocks, you guys. Yeah, she's not kidding. I can't. So if that, don't worry about that. The only time when I turn it off is if I'm like working on a spreadsheet or something and I really need to lean into my screen. I will say yeah. that Melissa Urban of the Whole30 Dynasty did <laughs> a bunch of reviews on treadmills and her, she's apparently like five foot eleven. And her whole thing was like, these desk treadmills are not long enough if you have a long stride. Oh, yeah. And I could see that. Like, I'm 5'3", yeah. and I'm on this treadmill, and I'm like, I'm not having any problem with it. But if my legs were each, you know, if my if my legs were six inches longer than they are, and my stride was therefore like about a foot longer, 
I might find myself sort of stubbing my toes on the top of it more often. So I will let Scott in on that little secret. But I will. Okay. Otherwise, I do really like it. So does she list like the top ones that she likes? I think she did. Okay. Ultimately, though, I, don't, I think that like she didn't really find one that was like, I think she, her conclusion was like, you know, just you get a get like a regular used treadmill and like set up a desk on it. Now I'm thinking, you know why Scott texted you just now is because he knows we're on the podcast and he wants he wants us to talk about him. <laughs> This is his way of interjecting into the show. He's so funny. Or maybe he was just like, oh, that's right. It like brought me to mind. Yes, that's true. Joy's talking to Claire. I I meant to ask Claire. Oh, that reminds me. I meant to ask her about this. I'm just going to text her now so I don't forget. We will uh, assume that Scott is not ambulance chasing after our very popular podcast. He does get a little excited about sometimes being like interjecting a Scott's take. He does. He'll give me some content sometimes and he'll be like, that's really funny to like post on our stories and I'm like it's not it's not really our thing there's some things I I like there's there are some things that I kind of like you know weed out but there are some things that I post that I'm like actually that's really funny anyway that's really cute He was like, tell me about your treadmill desk. I still don't know why we don't have like a Scott's product corner. Well, here's the thing. Scott can really list products that he likes and that he knows that I would like. That's fine. Okay. But but here's, I think we just need to give him some more scenarios. Like, okay, there is a man from 40 to 45 who works in sales and mm -hmm. is like moderately techie and is, you know, we're trying to find a gift for this person. Yeah, he needs a little more context. Yeah. But like... I feel like we could create some archetypes here. We could create some personas. Yeah, because we did that for Valentine's Day earlier this year, and I got way too overwhelmed. We got so many responses, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I I can't even, I don't even know where to start. So yeah, if we got like five personas, he could probably put together something. Like four, like a gift guide, like for the tech person in your life, for the sports fan in your life, for the outdoorsman in your life. Right. We should start that now, because there's like five months still till Christmas. He's so good at it. And he it just is, is like so aware of what's out there. Oh, he's so aware. It's ridiculous. Like that one time where my, so one of my friends, she and her husband both have multiple siblings. And so they do, her husband has like three brothers or something. Point of the story is everyone in their family does like a secret Santa. Mm-hmm. So you only buy for one other person. Right. And, and so in order to, but like the kind of expectation is like, since you only buy for one other person, you get them like a good gift. Right. So this was the year that I asked like, Hey, this is like this younger, this couple in Portland and they're really super techie. And what she, and he was like, Oh, an Apple home. Like it just came out. I was like, okay, done. Problem solved. (laughs) Literally. That's what they got them that year. Like this was like three degrees of separation from Scott Parrish, but they still Mm -hmm. got the perfect gift. Yeah. Or there was like one year he was like, here's a great charger system for like all your devices or like, I don't know, anytime I need something or some idea, but it has to be a pretty good context of the person. But sometimes he's really good about just like coming up with random ideas. It's just, we definitely need to get him to weigh in on more of that stuff because his talents are just going to waste by just being used on me. (gasps) Oh. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, guys, I think that's it for this week. I think that's it. Thank you for hanging out with us just for like a good old catch up sesh. It's a good old kind of chat. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can find us online at joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. Don't forget, there's some teacher wish lists still in our Amazon, or excuse me, still in our Instagram highlights. Yes, support them. And we will be doing that again and posting some new lists um, in a couple weeks. So did you ever find out about the the pillow? This is a fun fact. Somebody, one of the teachers who send us their wish lists, she thinks that someone accidentally, because like, you know, when you select a, um, 
an address on Amazon, it yes. saves it. Yes. So then she also, in addition to, and then also, and if you send something sent from somebody's wish list, it doesn't necessarily give your identifying details. It gives like your first name and your last initial at right. most. Sometimes like a lot of your Amazon packages, they don't come with a packing slip, right? Right. And most so, of the time they don't. Most of the time yeah. they don't. And so she got a um somebody's like pillow, throw pillow covers. So if you're missing a set of throw pillow covers and you recently sent something to one of our teachers, please let us know. <laughs> we will. She them wants to send them to you. She wants, she wants to re- reunite them with their rightful owner. Um, all right, guys, that's it. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.